The other day, Paramount Pictures put up a 10-minute mini-documentary showing some of the preparation and training that Tom Cruise and the production crew went through to perform just one of the insane stunts from the next installment of Mission Impossible. I say just one because I'm sure the film is loaded with them. I mean, it's a Tom Cruise movie, so there can't be just one, right? There might be one that everyone talks about, like hanging off the side of an Airbus as it takes off, or flying a helicopter through a 360-degree corkscrew dive, or performing 106 halo jumps with a broken ankle just to get three shots, or, well, you get the idea. To say the man is focused is an understatement. Whether you love him or hate him, when it comes to leaving it all in the frame, I can't think of another filmmaker more dedicated to the craft of making movies and entertaining audiences than Tom Cruise. And he's been doing it for decades. Watching the film got me wondering what it feels like to be Tom Cruise. Not the money or the fame, but to have that level of dedication and skill, not to mention the self-confidence, which is a whole other thing, and to be able to channel those things and bring them into everything you do. At one point in the documentary, Tom is getting ready for a jump and he looks into the camera and he says, don't be careful, be competent. On the surface, that might sound glib, but just for this film, it comes on the back of more than 500 skydives and more than 15,000 motorcycle jumps, which builds on decades of other skills and abilities that he's spent countless hours accumulating. I think what Tom is consistently able to tap into is that what he does is in large part a byproduct of the preparation and the effort he puts into developing the skills required for the task. Through relentless repetition and auditing the results, which is critical, he masters the skills he needs to the point that he no longer has to consciously think about them and instead can simply trust that what he's learned will take him where he needs to go. How many of us do that? When you watch the best of the best do what they do, I believe what you're watching is not conscious thought, at least not in the sense that they're thinking about step one, step two, and so on, but instead it's purposeful muscle memory driving mindful action towards a desired result. And to be clear, it doesn't always work. Things happen that you can't see coming and you can't possibly control. In the case of Tom Cruise, he famously broke his ankle filming Mission Impossible 6 on a stunt that he spent months preparing for. Things still happen. But putting in the effort to develop and hone the skills you need means that they happen less, I think. To bring this around to something closer to my and maybe even your wheelhouse, how many of you photographers spend the time to really master your cameras to the point that they simply disappear into your workflow? The same goes for Photoshop, which will suck up as much time and attention as you can throw at it and still leave you feeling like you've barely scratched the surface. If you're a writer, have you learned things like punctuation, grammar, and what your unique voice is to the point that you don't have to struggle with basic mechanics and structure that might take you out of a flow state? I think that's what we're talking about, right? Developing skills and mastering the tools we use to the point where they can act as catalysts that can help get us into a flow state. Unfortunately, people like shortcuts. When I was teaching Photoshop several years ago, one of the lessons I prepared was on black and white conversion. I had recently finished reading Vincent Versace's terrific book, Welcome to Oz, which features a chapter that outlines a very detailed conversion process that gives you a ton of control over the final look of the image. I think Vincent is one of the best technical photographers I've ever seen, and I was excited to share his techniques with my class. 
So I bring in my notes and examples, and I spend about 45 minutes going through Vincent's steps to convert a color image to black and white. We finish the lesson, and the final image is up on the screen, and it looks great. And at this point, someone in the back raises his hand, and I ask if he has a question. Yeah, he says. That's great and all, but couldn't you just use desaturate? I mean, sure, you could. And there's certainly a time and place and maybe even value in taking shortcuts. But preparation helps you know where and when taking a shortcut makes sense. Or why you might be better off taking a more elaborate or nuanced approach. My dad used to tell me that a job well done was its own reward which is a big part of why I value effort so much. But I think there's also a practical side to preparation and effort that goes beyond the satisfaction of a job well done or even in knowing how to approach a given situation. And that is that those skills can be transferable and used in other contexts, which makes you more marketable. Knowing and being adept at more things means that you're able to bring your unique expertise to more areas than if you specialized in just one thing or simply relied on shortcuts. It also gives you options and makes you more versatile and subsequently better able to deal with uncertainty and unpredictability. While it may not be a matter of life and death, as it often is for Tom Cruise, thorough preparation can absolutely be a game changer in how and what we're able to create. If you're enjoying these iterations, I would love it if you wouldn't mind sharing them with a friend or two. It really does help. And if you haven't yet subscribed, maybe you can do that too. Thanks for listening.